Welcome back to Underdog Podcast Network's MTV Challenge Accepted, talking about Total Madness Season, Episode 10, called The Final Countdown, but it felt less like a countdown and more like the culmination, probably, of the, the season storylines, probably the biggest episode of the season so far. What did you think, Dondrick Ellison? Hi. Well, this was the episode of the season, you have to say. Pretty, I would say hands down, this is the flagship episode. This is what they've been building up to, which actually I didn't expect. I don't think it's, it's been building up that they, Wes and Johnny were a team. So I didn't see this coming this soon, actually. But I thought it was, this was what they were hoping for with the Red Skull, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know, and... You had mentioned before one of your favorite seasons was um, like a public feud and these two bulls circling each other, Kenny and, and Wes. Yeah. What season was that? I can't remember. I don't remember Fresh the name. Fresh Meat 2. Meat 2. Okay. It, was, it was even advertised at the time. The commercials was like them yeah. and a tug of war facing and, off. And so it was similar in, that, in the sense that like these are the two famous people, you know, they're, they're the ones on the advertisements. But you're right. It, it didn't feel like an inevitable clash because you didn't expect it to happen before the final really um and they didn't plan on it so but let's get into how that all shakes down i guess let's take a step back obviously it's a lot to dive into mostly just that one storyline but um wait but do you agree wait hold on is this before we even get into it yeah episode of the season or no definitely i mean i don't know if it was the most entertaining episode of the season but it was the like if you were, had to write memorable. like a summary of the show, like this would be like yeah. the number one thing. Um, okay, let's get into it. Yeah, and and also to the show's credit, like they kind of had a misdirection at the start because we always talk they they flash like you know Anissa you know cutting head talking heads and you know you know probably Anissa's going in. The first talking heads were Josh talking to his family, so I thought okay Josh is probably going in, and then it was Corey talking to his pregnant girlfriend. And so it was total misdirection. And then they, they hinted at like the ominous, like Wes and Bananas partnership might not last forever. But going into this episode, it didn't feel like this would be the episode that we would see something like this. I had the same thought. I thought for sure it was those two, because it was a guy's elimination. They show Josh with his family uh, on a telephone call. And then the Corey, as you said, with his baby mama. Where, where is um, she from? I know she's been on all these shows, but I can't even keep track. No, I don't think she... I hadn't seen her before. Her His other baby mama was on the challenge once. This girl's been on something. I've, I've recognized her face too clearly. Um, <laughs> I mean, Corey, every commercial break seems like he's on another MTV. Yeah, was he on a Teen Mom now? <laughs> There's no teens. I hate to break it to them. It's like, it's like one of those old shows like The O.C. where there's like a 30-year-old playing a high schooler. Is that what we're resorting to here? Corey's been on every, he's been on X on the Beach. He's, I guess, Teen Mom now. Teen Mom is the biggest, it's the craziest. Unless there's a third mama we don't know about, but I mean, come on, Corey. Well, Um, he's not a teen. He's not the mom. He doesn't need to be a teen. Yeah, but the mom's not Teen Mom either. I've seen her on some show. Maybe there's another one. We don't know. No, I'm going to look her up. Her name's Taylor. She like looks like a model. I've seen her face before somewhere. Well, I have to say my funny line of the episode was Corey talking to this Taylor Mm-hmm. very romantic said i'm happy i'm having a kid with you <laughs> very nonchalantly reassured her i'm happy i'm having a kid with you it looks like she was just on 
ex on the beach. Maybe that's how I recognize her, but can't be it. Oh, she was on Are You the One originally. Did you watch Are You the One? No, I, I watched. I think I watched her season of X on the Beach or something. <laughs> she's twenty five, so she's she's no teen mom, but she's not that old, I guess. She was the first um, Are You the One alumni to be featured as a single OG. Uh, and Teen Mom OG, she's not an I OG. Don't know. Teen then mom. she was on X on the Beach. Who the hell knows? <laughs> um, she's very attractive, though. I'll give her that. I mean, <laughs> you know you're like 25 when you're like bragging about how good you look pregnant um, and showing your body. But so, yeah, I, you're right. In general sense, like you thought it would be one of those two, especially Josh had this like, you know, sympathetic. I'll, exactly. I'll, I wrote down, I'll die a happy man if I know my parents are in good spot financially. Very like endearing moment. Very endearing. Him. And I thought because it didn't turn out that they were in the elimination. This is a bit of my reading the tea leaves with the edit. Do you think this means that either one of them might actually win the show? Like why include that Josh thing? It's hard to imagine just because I can't see them winning a final just body type wise, but it's possible. I mean, Josh, I could see Josh. I don't know about Corey. I don't think has both of them, you know, like usually like Anissa last episode, it's like, Hey, this episode's heavy on Anissa. She's probably going to be in the elimination. Josh and recently Corey, they feel like they've been peppered in throughout the whole season. Yeah. To your point, maybe say, that's part of if it. If they were taking odds in Vegas, I would, I think Josh is a good bet. Not because I think he's the favorite, but I think you'd get good odds on him. And I think he's a bit of a dark horse. Yeah. He's underrated. They mentioned how clumsy he was. He definitely has some of that Tony Reigns, you know, in him. Yeah. Um, okay, so we go to the trivia challenge, thrown off, clever name, pun, nice pun there. And if you win, you can win Burger King. <laughs> what did you think of that? That was a highlight. That was a highlight. I love Nelson's enthusiasm. Nelson, everything is, he was really into the Burger King. It <laughs> yeah. Like it seems genuine, right? No, it is. I think it is 100% genuine. He loves Burger King. Um, two quick little moments. So the, the trivia, you know, we've seen this trivia a thousand times. As in speaking of Nelson, he, he mentioned that it's a 50-50 shot. That was a little funny moment. Um, can I give you a hot take on the trivia? Why I didn't think it was that enjoyable? Um, the, the multiple choice, the 50-50 factor, to quote Nelson. It's part of the fun of the challenges and how dumb some of these answers are. Yeah, is they come that's out a good call. That's a great answers. call. That, um, I was wondering, because I wrote down too in my notes, that are we done with trivia? Has it played out? Like, because it hasn't been, it hasn't been good the past few seasons. I feel like it hasn't had a moment. I think there's maybe been a few. I can't recall last season. I think there was one kind of uh, head scratching answer. But you're, I think that you're right. Yeah, you need they can't those dumb answers. Own, they can't generate their own silly answer. Yeah, and if you right. go back and watch like funniest, you know, game show answers of all time, it's because people go completely off the script, you know, like they pop, they panic and come up with something or misinterpret something. And the challenge has a ton of that coming up with yeah. like the, the wrong answer. That's kind of sounds like the right answer is not really the same. Yeah, level. I agree. And that, so I, that's a great call with the multiple choice. And I hate when I like when they do, I guess they didn't do it this time in the past. They've done a lot of uh, they've, done challenge trivia questions right like who won the duel two or something and i don't love i like when they do kind of very easy sort of like jeopardy type questions 
Well, and also and I get them wrong. They need to even them out because there's some questions that are always harder and questions that are easier. And to my mind, maybe I'm wrong, but I'll give you an example. Like, which chess piece can move any direction? That seems very obvious to me. Or you know, which country has the biggest population? It's China. Or you know, the cheetah is the fastest versus you know, which meat is the most consumed beef or pork? Like I didn't yeah. know the answer to that. That was surprising uh, to me. I would have said, yeah, I felt like like the wrong answer, but it was turned out to be the right answer. I, I don't know well, if that's like, going to be this. I think you're a little too clutching your pearls about that, but I think that <laughs> it's not clutching my pearls. I'm trying to help this show out here. They just need to make it funny. That's the point of trivia. They need to focus on making it funny. And I think that they have TJ laughing a lot, which helps. Sounds a lot like, Joaquin Phoenix's laugh in the joke. <laughs> notice that? I didn't notice that. It's funny though. Yeah, but you're right. Like it, no one's going to look stupid answering one of these trivia questions because they're all kind of vaguely sound right. None of the answers were joke answers. Well, they, they can't the, have multiple choice. So I right. think you hit it on the head. And they need to have spelling. They need to bring spelling back. Yeah, spelling's great. Um, and it's hard. I think spelling's harder than you think if you're just like visualizing it. Um, a couple little moments I wrote down. You know, the newbies. We just get more and more about how, like, they're secretly huge threats. You know, like, Casey mentions that she was a wide receiver for nine years. Oh, yeah. In the women's league. I didn't know there was a women's league around for nine years, let alone. And they had a little old clip of her. She looked good. Yeah, you she's know, running she's around. really jumping the charts. And then Fessy, this is a, maybe a very minor moment that you missed, but it was a question about what the fastest mile. And I thought it was one of the easier answers. One of them was like one minute and one of them was like three minutes, 30 seconds. And one of them was like four fifty. Yeah. And you know, I don't know anything about running, but I know somebody broke a four minute mile. So it has to be around, you know, three a long minutes. time ago. Yeah. Um, but then Fessy was laughing about the answer and he said like, bro, like four fifty, like even I, I could almost run a four fifty mile. And I'm like, if he can even come close to that, then like this guy's like a dominant performer. Right. I mean, if he can run distance like that. I mean, yeah, I guess my my uh, barometer of how fast you should run a mile is like, I don't have that great of an anchoring knowledge of that. I know that you're supposed to, like, that's really fast though, right? Yeah, four minutes, you would say is very fast. I mean, four minutes like used to be unbreakable. Um, that's true. I would, I mean, but he's also like, what, 230 pounds. So if he could run a six minute mile, Hell, if he's running miles in training, like just the fact that he's not just like lifting weights, he's actually doing like cardio and endurance stuff. Know, miles not that hard. No, you're right. Um, if you just, I don't know. I think we have to go try it out and report back. <laughs> <laughs> you're not coming close to four minutes, I'll tell you that. Uh, two little strategy things I wanted to ask you about. So Wes and Rogan are the top two and then Wes offers this deal to Rogan. You drop and I'll let you in the tribunal. You get that sweet, sweet Burger King. Wait, you're skipping over banana. I know, I'm going to save the Johnny stuff. Oh. Um, did you think that was smart of Rogan to drop? What's the benefit? I didn't even understand the benefit there. Well, he's in the tribunal. No, I know, but like why? Because he didn't he think they were getting a prize? Did, didn't they allude to some sort of prize? They're getting Burger King. Oh, that was the only prize they thought, Burger King? Yeah. yeah I yeah. thought it would be more than that. I would figure it came with cash, too. Well, I don't know why you'd figure that. <laughs> well, Burger King, that's all they're offering is free meal, like five burgers for to get airtime. And then the other, my other little favorite moment from this was like, 
you win five thousand dollars and they're like whoa nice they go each they go um it's you like you don't care about that it sounds like okay so no, let's no, talk no, about no, the wait. bigger one, strategy one thing about burger king last thing about burger king is i don't know if you noticed they had a, a huge platter of burgers and um, I don't know if you caught this, but there was leftovers. The rest of the uh, the cast got leftovers. Johnny was eating a Burger King yeah, later in the yeah. episode. Well, how can you? How much Burger King can you eat? No, it but, but what's the point King. of the big prize? Well, so, and it turned out to be five thousand dollars each. Um, we have to throw the rest in the trash. I think I've never had. Have you ever had a Burger King Impossible Burger? Not from Burger King, but I've had the Impossible Burger. It's before. good, right? It's not bad. Yeah, I like it. I would endorse it. Pick it up now at Burger King. We're sponsored by Burger <laughs> King. Um, I okay. So the bigger issue, Johnny really like psyched himself into the idea that he's going to lose and go into the elimination by house vote, and he dropped. And you made a little joke about TJ's mother. Did it make <laughs> sense to you at the time that Johnny wants to be the house vote? Well, this is the whole episode, I right? Think. This is the we could talk the whole. We could have multiple podcasts about the theory that goes into this. So initially when he dropped, I wrote down in my notes, okay, Johnny's getting a stock down. I'm not sure what he's up to here. And then I may be playing the results a bit, but before the final, I, I switched in my thinking because if you remember last episode on our podcast, I made an argument, which you were sort of lukewarm about, that being the house vote is really advantageous because at least you're guaranteed to go in and you need a red skull. And it seems like Johnny followed my advice. He listened to the podcast and he followed my advice. And I think it was actually a really good move. I think it made a lot of sense because you don't have to worry about anything. You, the one downside is you don't know who you're going in against. Right. But but on, the the other point you made earlier on an earlier podcast, which turned out to be true, is psychologically, it looked like he was in the zone. You know, he was working yeah. out whatever he would do, like a boxer would do before a workout, a fight, I mean. It looked like he was mentally preparing for it, and maybe he needed to do that. Yeah, it's like you're taking a lot of the uncertainty out. I didn't like it at the time either, though, because I just didn't understand why lose on purpose. You could always make that decision after the fact. I would always rather be in the tribunal and have the option, but maybe you're right. I, I, I Maybe Johnny is playing like 4D chess here. I think he might be, maybe is, because... I think part of that shtick was his campaign to get be the house vote. Like it seemed like he was, I think, dropping first, making the TJ mom joke. Like he seemed to got this groundswell of support that, oh yeah, Johnny, he's the house vote. We're not, before anyone else could even think of that strategy, whether anyone else would have, but he, he I think it was effective. And so he volunteered. First time in 20 seasons, he said he's volunteered. And then immediately, you know, Nelson and Corey are trying to hype up this West versus Johnny idea called the matchup of the century. So it makes some history. You know, we'll talk about it, but I didn't think that would work. I thought it was like a psychological ploy at the club night. We go to the club night and it's more of the same. Should this happen? The super matchup. Bananas didn't really want it. And do you think, and he tried to talk him out of it. Do you think it was more because of the friendship or from a gameplay? Like he just didn't really want to match up against West. Um, I don't know. I, that was a little confusing to me. But my one thing, because I think Johnny 
obviously had a great episode. And I think that I'm in favor of his strategy here. The one misstep I think is why not tell Wes before you're throwing the challenge? Like why not get Wes on board before if he, if that's, you don't want to go in against him and all these things. Yeah. Uh, maybe you just didn't want to have to clear it with him. But uh, I don't know because would you, I would almost rather face Western elimination than a final. I think he's better built for a final than uh, a lot of the elimination. No, I agree with that. And uh, same with Johnny though. I think you'd say Johnny's better in final than elimination. Oh, he's good in both. Um, I would think that their strategy would be if it was you and me, let's say we were Wes and Johnny working together. Like let's try hard in the tribunal. I mean, in the, you know, the daily, and if one of us wins, um, then the other one volunteers to go in. And then the person who wins puts an easy matchup for us. And I think there are easy matchups. I think, I, I guess Wes is tight with Swaggy. He doesn't want to throw Swaggy in, but Swaggy's not looking too impressive. Kyle is scared to death half the time. Um, I think those are still, I mean, closer to layups. So if I was bananas, I would rather have that than go up against Wes or vice versa. Well, he didn't want to go against Wes. No, what I'm saying, if you were Wes, I would have done the same thing. You know, I would have probably the waited. Is, here's the problem with that strategy is that you're running out of real estate here to get in to an elimination. There's, we don't know how many are left, but obviously it seemed like they were feeling the pressure of that. So Definitely, but based on the fact that, that TJ had said we're half, over halfway, and in my head that means there's probably two or three more eliminations left. Is that fair to say? Yeah, but that's not that many. No, you're I would right. say that you're probably right, but then according to your strategy, you have to win two of the three, one of either of them, which is yeah, not a game. That's true. But I can't so, imagine that it's that few because there haven't been that much overlap. How many times did Jay go in? Three times? Um, I guess yeah. he did. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they're running out of room is because Jay had to be like the sacrificial lamb over and over and over again and kind of bit them in the butt. I think the bottom line is it's an individual game, ultimately. The Johnny West alliance, if the alliances are, the importance of alliances is, is vastly mitigated, I think, this season, right? Right. Because it's not a team. It's not, you know, you have to go in and have a red skull. And I think Johnny kind of took the bull by the horns here and said, I'm going to, I'm going to force uh, everyone else's hand. Like he has the guaranteed spot. The house vote is the only guarantee to be in the, in the elimination, which you need to be in in order to win this season. But so, riddle me this, <sighs> throwing the challenge and volunteering one doesn't have to do with the other. I mean, like, what's the harm of trying? You're I, saying you just don't want to be in the tribunal. No, I already explained this to you. I understand, I but I, I him like is a part of his campaign of why he he's making it public. Like he's this is like he really wants to do it. Okay, that fine. I yeah, that I'm I'm the one, guys. I'm not even trying here because I really want to go in. Okay, so the ball goes into Wes's court and. Um, in the tribunal, they interview Corey, Kyle, and Swaggy. I didn't even, did they interview Swaggy on TV? I didn't even see it if they did. I don't recall. I, I didn't write down anything for that. Kyle's didn't want to go in against Johnny. Lame as usual. 
I mean, Kyle, what is Kyle doing? I mean, I, whatever we talked about it before. He's like characters, you know, he's like shtick is just like being like afraid of competition. Is that his new shtick? Um, if I was Kyle, I'd like, you know, at least bear like was smart. He's like, bears, like, I'm not like the greatest athlete, but I can make for good TV by like lusting after Kayla and being a jokester in that way. But I I don't think Kyle's bad at anything. He's pretty good at the eliminations and stuff. If I recall, like, I don't think he's terrible. I don't know. He's six one soft six one guy I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Um, Corey, uh, all season has been pretty logical. Maybe it's a Taylor thing. I, I read that he, he said, look, you want to go West, you want to go in. That's fine. If you don't, I'm happy to go in as plan B. And Everything he said has been pretty reasonable this and whole then, season. Yeah, and then he said, if I'm the one that goes in this, I'll help you get in next time if you let me get in here, right? So, And, and he's done that a few times, including when he was mentioning, should I throw Johnny in? Should I help Wes? A few times ago, he's like, always like, what's in it for me? I think I, he probably been, amounts to nothing, but at least he's like thinking ahead. For sure. I've been very impressed by Corey in these interrogations, particularly. He always seems to do what I think is the right move, but he never gets what he wants. Well, and it kind of ties me to um, Wes and Johnny. We'll talk about more, of course, but like Corey's on an opposite team than Johnny Alliance always, but they're similar, you know, it's the same with Wes and, and Johnny after all these years, they're both like smart guys who just happen to be on different teams. I think like if they, you know, in a different universe, they could have been like really good friends. Like you see with Johnny and Wes Versus like Nelson, he's like his personality is different, you know, like they just would clash heads in general. Um, yeah. But they're both like thoughtful people who kind of think about the strategy of the game and, and they're just trying to like make certain moves to help themselves out. I, I really think like they, they get along more than they do. They do just based on the competition on the show. Corey? Corey, think, yeah. Well, and I think that's been a one maybe revelation is too strong a word, but I think that I never thought of Corey as being that intelligent regarding gameplay right but i think i was wrong about that i think that uh he's shown that he kind of does get it i i feel in terms of definitely maybe it's in change but he this season he really has um he's very very calculated um and not in a bad way in a good way so um the rest of the episode is just like hyping up the possible wes johnny thing yeah up until Wes finally says, I'm going in. I didn't think he was going in. Did you think he was volunteer? I was still surprised when he said yes. So I guess the answer is yes, I was surprised. However, that was the whole, like you're saying, that was the majority of the episode talking about the possibility of it. So maybe it was silly to think otherwise, right? Yeah, like, and I wrote down some of the, like the hyperbolic reaction. I mean, Kyle said, if Wes goes in, this is what dreams are made of. <laughs> Nelson goes this is really happening this is really happening Nani says this is challenge history in the making Corey same thing front row to watch history being made (laughs) even TJ gets in on it says my entire challenge career I've been waiting for the stars to align and I was surprised I did not realize that they've never actually gone head-to-head in an elimination did you know that going into this um I was yeah I guess I didn't realize that I didn't find it too surprising because I feel like I would have remembered if they did, but so, would like so they go into this elimination purgatory. It looks like before we know what it is, it looks like some sort of ladder. It looks like some sort of puzzle. If you were Wes, like million dollar question, would you have volunteered? Wait, 
Well, you're going to skip over what TJ said? What did he say? Well, I, I said guess he... after the... He yeah, gone. that's afterwards. Yeah. Okay. So um, would I have gone in if I was Wes? I mean, it's a tough call. Because you made I a could... good case for Johnny volunteering, but can you make the same case for Wes? I think... I don't know. It's so hard to say. I, it depends. I think there's this time pressure. And... I think that I can't blame him for going in. First of all, I have to say, I don't think Wes is a guarantee in an elimination against anyone. Right no, now. I agree. So, Neither is Johnny. I, I don't think either. Uh, I have more confidence in Johnny in elimination. I think he's stronger than Wes. I think Wes is very good at other things. I mean, Wes, I think, is one of the most dailies this, the, this season. So he's not bad, but... I think when you have the opportunity, you have to take it. From a gameplay standpoint, you're probably right in the sense that this is, I would say Johnny's favored in some sort of climbing challenge, but it's close to 50-50. And maybe to your point, pretty much all these guys right now are 50-50 or close to it. I don't think anyone has more than like a 60% chance of winning any specific elimination. Yeah. We haven't seen swag. I assume Swaggy's not good. Just I would assume that too. Answer, I would assume Swaggy is, is low end and depending on the, the challenge Fessy could be very hard to beat. And Corey's never done well, I think in elimination. Right. But in this kind of elimination, I would even say Swaggy and Fessy throw them into the, what we saw. It would have been close to a 50, 50. Cause there, there was a certain amount of randomness in it too. Like where do you strike and find the battery? So that was the challenge. You had to climb this ladder, smash in the divots, find three batteries. Let me ask you this. Uh, well, should we talk about what happened or just the, the format? Cause I, I found the format a little underwhelming. What do you mean? Like the, challenge itself the challenge itself because it was so much hype really excited to see these two go head to head it didn't feel like a head-to-head bloodbath oh for sure it was anticlimactic but a lot of the challenge the eliminations are if you think about it unless it's a hall brawl or a pole wrestle right um a lot of them are like remember uh what's the what's his name uh wes's protege beat johnny uh in a like we had to turn the lights on and off. It was yeah, post- yeah, yeah. Um, the guy, <laughs> I'm forgetting that guy's name too. I'm blanking but it, on it. But it was like a big moment. Yeah, and it was like that was a lame elimination too, right? But that was like the big, oh, he beat Johnny sort of thing. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of them are like that. And But you're right. I thought it was anticlimactic for sure. It reminded me a lot of that lights on challenge again. Um, and so, you know, Johnny started, he, and also Dev, the fact that Johnny a, got up. Devin, early. Is the guy we're talking Devin about. Yeah. yeah. Johnny got up. I didn't, you know, Johnny gets up 1 0, and then he won, you know, 3 to 2, basically. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like a comeback either. It wasn't that close, really. He was up by at least one pretty much at every point. Well, and this is why I think the challenge makes good use of confessionals in terms of telling the story for them with these eliminations because the hyperbolic confessionals you just said, I think were effective at telling us how amazing this was versus showing, you know what I mean? Like they, by saying this is the best thing. And so it builds up this hype around it that makes us as viewers buy into it more when really it's just, they're 
whoever finds the cylinders first. <laughs> right. Well, that, that's true of general prize fights. I think like the anticipation and the hype man is so important. You know, whether you're like Floyd Mayweather, or whether you're like Wes and Johnny, you want people getting excited and telling you how great this is going to be. And like, you know, like prize fights and boxing, they tend, the actual fight tends to be a little underwhelming. And the um, truth but, is that a lot, I think if you were to look back on the in eliminations this season in general, I think they spend more time on confessionals than they do actually showing us what's happening in the, they're heavily edited and they have us, they're narrated to us almost as much as they're actually shown to us. Now I'll ask you this because you're, you're a master of gauging the editing and reading the tea leaves. So Johnny gets up 1-0, you know, gets up. 2-1, gets up 3-1, 3-2, basically wins. As a fan watching this, as a savvy fan, coming into the elimination, who did you think was going to win? During the elimination, who did you think was going to win? Was it surprising to you at all? No, I don't think it was surprising to me. I, I, I think I expected Johnny to win, and he won. I didn't catch any... I'd have to look back in the commercial breaks and stuff. And, yeah, and- there was one moment after Johnny got his first one. There was a moment where they showed Wes saying, I could hear all these idiots cheering for Johnny, so he must have gotten one, but that's why we played a three. I thought that was going to be like the West surge there. Yeah. It never happened. Although, here's my strategy with this one. I would not bring it back to the little battery stand once I got it. I just bring all three at once. Saves you a lot of time, I think. Well, how much time, really? <laughs> a lot of time. A lot of the, time. I, yeah, it was kind of like they were showing a little bit of that like chess match early where they were like, Banana's like, I need to be slow and deliberate. And Wes saying, I need to get high and then use my legs to kick. I'm like, this is going to matter maybe, but it didn't It didn't seem to matter really. Yeah. I didn't really yeah. know why he won. Well, you're just raining on the parade. Yeah, so it was not a good elimination. Right. I'm sorry. I, I, maybe, like, yeah, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way of like how over the top like the hype was. Um. But Johnny felt the same way. So Johnny wins. Epic victory. Memorable victory. Some of his quotes afterwards. This is the biggest elimination I've ever been in in my entire life. This is <laughs> magical. And then like the softer side of Johnny where he says like, my biggest regret is not being friends with Wes earlier and he loves him. And he had the joke, we're more than friends, slightly less than lovers. Um, they really did seem to like each other. Like genuinely, like throughout the episode, it seemed like there was a lot of mutual respect at least and 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 actually affinity for each other it there was a great moment i think it was after when they were like hugging each other because they've hated each other as much as we've been shown for a very long time you have to say despite the whatever hyperbole or not it has been like how many years yeah, I think <laughs> like they said what? wes has done 15 of and johnny's done 20 i don't know how many together yeah i and they've just been a part of the show for so long. Uh, maybe we'll get to it. TJ said they're the two best ever. And there was the moment afterward where Hootie and the Blowfish is playing. And there was this really funny that. scene, I think, where uh, the it was like a movie scene. What did he say? Johnny was like, does this mean we're, we're blah, blah, blah now? And then Wes, very deadpan, was like, yes. Does this mean <laughs> we're friends? Yes. It was kind of a cute f- scene. I thought it was very funny. It was like rivals a little bit, although it, who was it? CT and Adam was it that like eventually became friends? Yeah. Although it didn't yeah, feel yeah, as genuine yeah. to me, to be honest, that friendship. Um, this yeah. one did. Yeah. And I think that's what I said about Corey. It's like, they're similar people really. 
they're both like arrogant, smart people who take these challenges seriously. Um, they just happen to be born on like opposing sides of like yeah. the Mason Dixon line. Um, so well, it was, it was nice. always Wes versus Johnny, Kenny, and Evan. Right. And, I think and always- if you're a younger fan, you might remember, but it stems back to like Wes was engaged to the girl Johanna from his season. Yeah. And then Kenny like made a sport of like hooking up with her and kind of mocked him for that. And, and they were kind of like the cool kids for a while, Johnny and Wes and Evan. I mean, not Wes, you know what I mean? Kenny and Evan. Um, And Wes has always like done well to like cobble together an opposing alliance. I mean, it's been a long time where it's been Wes versus Johnny, Johnny's cohort for sure. It's, it's one of those things where I feel like you fight for so long in this war and you're just like, what's the point? <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm so exhausted of fighting. Yeah. Um, it was, so that was a big moment. Definitely. And, and you know what, like even last, so what else is there to say? I mean, that was the episode. Is this the most memorable episode of the season? Yes. Is this the most memorable elimination in the last two or three seasons? No, no. What's does anyone come to mind as a, big yeah, one I would say Jordan rope pulling challenge is more memorable remember well the, the like the, the switcheroo or whatever on the yeah where he, didn't, he only had one hand i thought that was more memorable and uh, also i i would say like remember when jordan challenged johnny bananas and it was like a yeah. shocking moment that wasn't in the past two or three years that was not year, but it felt there was more animosity there so i thought there was a little more anticipation for that maybe yeah, uh, I think that's a good point. If there was animosity currently between these two, I think maybe it would be a bit more like if they had that Jordan, like you just said, I think perfectly Jordan versus bananas. Yeah, and, or even hell, if Jordan versus bananas this season, I think it would have been a little more edge to it. Yeah. And also to your point, like this wasn't a physical challenge. It wasn't a really memorable challenge. It wasn't like a dominant like CT carrying Johnny bananas which wasn't yeah. an elimination. He was a mercenary or whatever, but like that was like a memorable visual. There wasn't that much like head to head visuals of this one. Um, well, I, two things I want to talk about here. Ready? Mm-hmm. First is quick aside. You don't really have to say, cause you wouldn't know only I know is Johnny said, this apparently is the best or the most, what was his words? Was the best elimination. He's Biggest been in? elimination he's ever been in his entire life. Okay. Well, that's wrong. Uh-oh. Do you know the right answer? No. Okay. The right answer is, and this is maybe the best elimination in the show's history, is you referenced it earlier. It was CT and Adam versus Johnny and Tyler. The last elimination of Rivals one. It was really good. It was like a pit. They had to run into the pit. Uh, Tyler, the, the guy from his season, the gay guy, right? Yeah. Who was, was also like big though. Yeah. And it was, you have to rewatch that one on YouTube. It's really good. They run and, and have to ram into each other and bring and the CT like back. knocked on Tyler at some point. Yeah. And Adam barely at the end, like, and there was questions afterward on the internet, whether Adam threw the, uh, the challenge because he like was going the wrong way at the end or something. So <laughs> they ended up winning, but that was the, his best elimination. That was, that was heated too. There was a lot of like animosity on yeah, all sides of that one. It was great. It, it was physical too, right? It well, great. it's hard to beat those rivals kind of partnerships, yeah. right? Like it, when they're genuine or the battle of the exes, when they're genuine like animosity between the exes, it's hard to like beat that. Um, 
All right. So the dust is a great episode. How would you grade Wait, this episode? There was another thing I wanted to say. That oh, was one. okay. Yeah. That the was other is, what do you think of TJ's proclamation? You two are the best ever. Did he say that or two of the best ever? I thought no, he said, he said two. You, no, 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 no. I made note of it. He said, oh, okay. you two are the best ever. If I'm wrong, then. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Trump. You won't admit being wrong. <laughs> um, we'd have to look at Reddit. Reddit is so good about like career stats and, and like playing cards. Have you seen that? Like there's one person who does yeah. like, like A and strategy, B and this. And we talk about Evelyn. Evelyn was a heavy feature this week on Reddit. Um, Johnny is definitely like the goat in terms of resume. There's no doubt I about think that. that. I Six think titles. A, a case that he's right. I think that Johnny definitely has to be because of the titles, right? Well, it's, it's sort it of is, like, um, not to go too deep sports, but Wes's career is more of like a Carl Malone kind of career where it's like, you look at the longevity. He's won before. He's won. But I'm saying like the longevity and the total accolades and the elimination wins, maybe Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I guess. Um, it's just like, it's just so much over and over again. So he probably has a longer run and more of a history than somebody like The Miz. Mm-hmm. But I would say like somebody like Miz or Daryl maybe is is better. I don't know. Yeah, Daryl's a good one. I think that in terms of peak, I think we are both kind of pro Landon. Yeah, Landon's uh, the best individually. But I, mean, I don't like at his prime. He's, yeah, he's like a. And very, Alton, remember Alton had a great run in his Alton, prime. Yeah. And we're not talking about any of the the girls. Well, uh, what about what about like a Derek or something? Like, because he's more of like a West, where it's like just a lot of wins over the years. Yeah, I think Wes has been more paramount to the show and the narratives and just the strategy and things like that. Yeah, so I, I think it's a good argument for Wes at two. There's a pretty big gap though, right? Yeah. Because Wes would have to win how many, if you want to use like the NBA, how many rings does he need to catch up to? Same with CT, CT's only won like two or three times. I know. I think CT's career has been marred by he had like three in a row where he got kicked out the first like two episodes in his prime. I think the average uh, casual fan would say CT over Wes, but I think the numbers might say Wes. Again, it goes back to career accomplishments versus who's better, right? And I think CT in his prime was probably up there with Landon as being the best, but he just didn't have the accomplishments and that West. West in his prime was good though. He had that sort of like maybe steroid run. Yes, he was very good in his prime. And he got saddled. Remember, he was saddled with Casey, little Casey, who we love, um, the girl yeah. um, on Fresh you Meat. Know, Wes's best elimination, I'll tell you real quick. Uh, Wes in his prime versus Derek, little Derek. Uh, they had a, a pole wrestle, which was epic. And Wes ended up winning, which actually caused a lot of drama between the two because Derek accused him of taking steroids. <laughs> afterward um but that was a great one if you want to go back and look Wes also I think it was I, I you know it's so many seasons it's so hard for me to keep track in my head but I think Wes didn't Wes beat CT in a like a tug of war kind of thing when CT like ripped the carabiner instead of no no no, no. was that somebody else was it Brad <laughs> that's Brad Brad that's oh, also okay. on YouTube that's a great one uh CT demolishes him and then he that's a that's a great highlight um yeah and also like i'd be curious we should rank them at some point or you know i'm sure it's been done but we we could talk about it because daryl or Darrell, he won a bunch and he was undefeated for a while but a lot of his career was like 
early in those games when it was like team challenges and, and it wasn't as like much focus on him individually. He's really good. And he, I think he was three for three or something like that and challenge wins. But I think that he didn't have as much longevity. But the long story short, I think that these are definitely up there. West and John. Yeah, it's like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning or something, right? Yeah, I think it's a little unfortunate now that I think Wes is not close to what he was at his peak, right? Um, But neither is Johnny. Neither is Johnny, but I think we forget how dominant Wes was. He was like the one no one wanted to go against for a few seasons. I I think the the Tom Brady had his third out there, but it makes a lot of sense. Tom Brady-Peyton Manning comp is good because... Tom Brady, just based on resume, based on titles, has to be considered the greatest quarterback ever. Benefited from a great organization and a great team in the same way that I think Johnny has benefited from these alliances over the years. And maybe Wes is better individually, but he always feels like he's second place or third place. Doesn't that make sense to you? Yeah. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) That's so good. I'm going to write that one down. (laughs) Who's uh, Belichick in this? Um, But I think that we could definitely say the show has benefited greatly from having these two. I mean, they are just the two biggest characters, I would say. Forget accolades. They've been the two biggest characters. I mean, in the modern TJ era, I would say. And they're great on camera in terms of like, like Casey's a great competitor, but she doesn't like understand like the show in terms of like how they have to frame storylines and like make jokes and like really lean into like, this is the season of this. This is the season of our big alliance. Yeah. Well, in production, even geared the season around them, like literally the, uh, this season. So you talk about legacy. Let's talk about the season, though. So Johnny gets his Red Skull. Who else has Red Skulls? Rogan, Fessy. Um, Nelson. Nelson. All viable threats, right? To win, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Of the remaining yeah, group. Swimming is a big X factor. If who, it's swimming, who, then Nelson's at a big handicap. So the people who don't have skulls are, from the guy's perspective, Corey, Kyle, Swaggy. Is there anyone else? Maybe we're forgetting one, but I don't recall. So what do you think happens from here? Like, do you think Corey's definitely going to try to get in, I think, next? Because he's kind of angling that way. Yeah. Oh, Josh. We're forgetting about Josh, too. Oh, so God. And Josh, I think, is going to start. He's smart enough to realize he needs to do the same. Swaggy seems like, and Kyle seem like they're just waiting for a rainy day that's never going to well, come. Well, they're all going to have to try and get in at this point, right? Yeah. No one's going to be fine like, no, I'm not going in this season. That's not a good look. <laughs> Willingly not Well, the, the last daily of the season is going to feel like an elimination almost because you're going to fight so hard to get in the tribunal, and if you don't, you're going home. Yeah. Um, of those other guys, the stragglers who don't have red skulls, do you think any of them are, are in the same league as the four people who have them? I think the four people who have them are probably the favorites to win from a guy's point of view. Well, I have my dark horse betting odds, Josh. On Josh, okay. But I think that it's actually kind of worked out that the ones that deserve them have them in terms of ability. Yeah. And and also after the J thing, I thought was a little unfair, but it feels like they've all earned them, right? Like no one's been picked on. No one's had to go in 10 times. Besides Um, J. I think that this episode helped save the Red Skull gimmick. Yeah, because it would have looked really bad if, like, by the end, like, oh no, Johnny and Wes never went in, and like, um, you know, Fessy's end of running away with it because no one went in. I, I 100% agree. The fact that they would volunteer to go against each other 
shows you how much they thought they needed a red skull, how important the red skull was to like the challenge economy. Um, and it made the show better. It is a hundred percent of a better show with them trying to win an elimination than them skating to the end without going in. Yeah, I would say so. So I big stock that, up to that. I mean, the producers that. for that. It was it was an important thing, and it was a little bit of a delayed gratification because we saw a lot of like Jay and you know randos in there, but we all knew this was coming in some form, and it did. Um, stock up, stock down. Your favorite segment. I is Johnny just an obvious stock up for just going in there and, and get taking care of business. It's really hard, I think, for Johnny to get a stock up, in my opinion, because our opinion, our stock valuation of him is so well-researched at this point. You know what I mean? Like in the real stock market, if we're doing this, you know, if you have Nike has a good, I don't know, sales day, it doesn't jump right. up a bunch because we know it's good. It's like it's already at 99 out of 100, yeah. you're saying? I See, I disagree in this sense. I think we've seen like the sort of softer, mature side of Johnny this whole season. He hasn't really been bullying people. He hasn't really been antagonizing people for fun. He doesn't get emotional. Except about, the Kayla ex-boyfriend. Thing. Yeah, he egged that on a little bit. But even Wes, he's like, he's not like evil to Wes. He's like, look, I get, I don't want you to go in. I get why you might, you know, he, he seems like an older, mature Johnny. And I think the fact that he doesn't have his buddies around him kind of made him like grow up in a sense. He's gone from like teenager Johnny to like, you know, well, 30 year old, 30 something Johnny. That, and he's been humbled, I would say, in his performances ever since the curse of Sarah Rice. Right, right. Um, and I, I think that's part of the reason they came together. They're like, look, we can't do this alone. Yeah. So, you know what? I And I really was a fan of Johnny being the house, uh, monopolizing the chance to become the house vote. He listened to my advice last yeah, week. Yeah, that's true. From strategically, you like that one. Is so, there anyone else to jumped up for you? Yeah, I would say, I think he's already gotten one for me this season, but I think Corey, you know, not, not a huge jump, but I, he's definitely seems more level-headed and just likable to me this yeah, season. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback on that because I criticized Corey this season where he was falling into the Kyle camp where he's like, hey, we're scared to go in. We're, we're bad challengers. And now he's kind of gearing himself up like, I got to go in at some point and win. I got to yeah. figure out how to make that happen. Yeah. He's becoming more active. And he was and, stocked down. There wasn't much else besides Johnny and West. So, but did you find anyone to throw a stock down at? Wait, I have another stock up. Okay. A little one you're going to roll your eyes maybe. But I think... Burger uh, King? No. Uh, TJ. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I think TJ added a lot this episode. He was the entire daily trivia thing. The only thing that was... It wasn't even that fun except him laughing everyone and i liked i really liked him adding some gravitas to the elimination mm -hmm. and saying this is such a big deal blah 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 i like that tj cares about oh this. totally that's a great pick he cares about the history because we as fans care yeah and we love challengers who care and, and tj it was, cares it was a reminder i think that what has taken the show to this level that we really like it that i really like it is i watched of course before tj but the hosts before TJ really did not add to the, the like Dave Mira was one of them. Dave I forgot Mira, the other one. Johnny Mosley, like the oh Johnny Mosley was the worst. Emotions. I don't and, know how they were casting that. It's like let's find like an X Games guy that's like oh, half high. Remember they had Johnny Mosley host an after uh, reunion oh, once. They're so bad. 
And Neither. really, like that's like to your, to your point, like that's TJ's paramount value. Is it's like, look, he's not a great like TV personality, but he he's cool theoretically, and he cares, and and that's like enough. Yeah, and he so I think he added a lot this episode. All right, I'll give you that one. Okay, and then he wanted to stock down. down. Not really. This <laughs> really was a good episode. Yeah, I mean. Oh, I like Josh with his family. I thought that was good. That wasn't a stock down. No, that's a stock up, but it was just a minor moment. I can always find a reason to say Nani stock down if you want to say that. Maybe we have to. I but mean, it's her I stock think is so what a stock down is. Yeah, if it's already down, it's not further I'll, down. I'll, I'll say it's one lower. It used to be a penny, and now it's a Wait, peso. what did she do this episode? She always finds something to annoy me. I'll give her one more. They started this show with Nani. It's a guy's elimination, epic West Johnny battle. Somehow we start with Nani. <laughs> Nani says, you know, Jenna and her, her best friends, Jenna and Kayla just left. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, that took a lot of stress off my plate. <laughs> they took a lot of stress on her. She's better off on her own. It's like, Nani, <laughs> these are your friends. You can't handle them like venting to you. It's like you want to ditch them. Like, it's like a mom ditching their baby down a river i mean come on i have a softer spot for nani than you do why because she's like damaged (laughs) no because i i think because she was on one of my favorite real world seasons uh return to vegas yeah she has issues but i guess we have them too whose song is that i don't know Um, speaking of real world back to vegas you know who became a lawyer recently upset of the century it's not nani i'll I'll guess that (laughs) even more surprising than nani um her ex on that season adam royer oh yeah i did see that i did that that. was crazy to me the guy who was a convict famously yeah 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 that was a great season as you mentioned because it's like they had skeletons in the closet and they were all major skeletons it might have been the best season actually um that was great and leroy was very likable in that season uh so i guess no stock downs really i mean i yeah. you could maybe say i, I want to find one more just for the sake of it, the segment we got to save the segment mate kyle but he's always been kind of plummeting stock it really was monopolized with, with johnny and wes i mean would you give it to wes for losing and maybe being outplayed yeah, I mean, legacy wise, it's definitely hurt him. I guess, I guess we have to because he he calculated I wrong. I disagree. I led you that way only to shut you down. I don't think he gets this. Stuff. I, I, think I would say it. I'll I say think it. He, no, I just because look, look, you see that you're a climbing thing against Johnny, who's a good climber. A climbing thing against Johnny. What are you talking? You're you don't rat- think Johnny's a good climber? Didn't he, he date like a climber. rock climber or something? He is. A, he had the ninja kick to start off the episode. Yeah, I mean the challenge. Um, I would say like balance and climbing are two of his strengths. I know, but I think Wes has came off likable and this season has been likable. Yeah, that's true. And, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say stock down the tree. I'll, I'll give the stock down to the show for the trivia, like blowing our favorite segment and just making it lame. And Nani. And Nani is always our punching bag. No offense to Nani. Hopefully she doesn't listen. She'd probably come and kill us. She's crazy. Um, all right, so great episode. What would you grade it if you had to grade it? I think A minus. Should we have a segment where it's just me crapping on Nani? It seems like we do that <laughs> anyway. A minus. I'll give it an A minus as well, just only because the elimination wasn't that great and the trivia yeah. wasn't that great. So I'll give it a A minus slash B plus. But epic episode. So excited about it. Made. I literally called my wife in to watch. She doesn't even watch the show. She wanted to watch. <laughs> 
Johnny and West. That's how how much important it was in the legacy. Um, Ollie Frazier. Um, but we'll be back next week. Won't be as good. It's going to be a letdown episode next week, but we'll be back to, to get through it. Thanks so much, Dondrick. All right. As always, Bye. take care. Take care, DJ.